We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Did you have shoes this weekend? I or did had you go boots barefoot? and several yeah. layers of socks and the foot warmers, and it was grab anything, anything possible. Okay, it let me ask you this though: Did, did you try to deck. go like granola and say I'm going to be one with the earth, like like Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend Blue Cantrell would do? I don't know what that means. Wearing no shoes and then having oh patchouli god no or no this like was that. this was I ain't effing around, and I hope everybody you burlap. Took, I hope everybody took that. It looked like everybody kind of took that to, yeah. to heart. Uh, that was no joke. That weather was no joke on Saturday. It was bleeping cold. And I've heard all week long, man, but you grew up in Iowa. You grew up in Iowa. Who the hell cares where you grew well, up? You're used to this. I haven't lived north of I-80 in 25 years, okay? <laughs> Let alone, I haven't lived north of I-70 for about 20, <laughs> yeah. 25 years. Um, blood is thinned the out The blood is bit. thinned out completely, not to mention. Nobody's not, used to that. Not everybody from Iowa grew up on a farm. Okay, if you grew up on a farm, yeah, you went in every condition. You had to go to chores. You had to do lots. I didn't grow up on a farm. You didn't? I did not. And so I never spent three hours outside in 20 minus 20 wind chill. But you're from Iowa. it's insane. Didn't you just eat loose meat every day? Did did we go through life and you you actually went out and you went and did? Yeah, you carried on your daily life. It's not like I stood outside in minus 20. No, you go outside sledding for a little bit. You're like, I didn't get inside some hot chocolate. It's freaking cold out here. Hang on a second here. You're telling me when you grew up in Iowa when it was cold, you didn't go outside with no shirt on and eat loose meat sandwiches with the neighbors? No. My whole image of you is And then corn on the cob? No, not every meal. I I just, I love how people go, how could you not be used to this? Because it's negative seven! (laughs) Yeah. No, that was a stupid cold. (laughs) And then also... It's disrespectful out there. I have been, I have been very lenient about this most of the time. I am taking a stand today. Uh Uh-oh. If you weren't there, you cannot claim you were there. Oh, God, no, no. Like, I gave you the victory, the Jackson's victory tour. I gave that to you. If you were there for 
Alex Gordon's home run. I'll give that to you. Uh, there's a there's a number of those where I'll say, hey, you, you sure, sure. If you weren't there, you can't claim it. And if you were there, you get a badge of stinking honor. And those people were there. They listed what? 71, 71,000 paid. 71,500 paid. Mm-hmm. Okay, say subtract 5,000 from that, and it might not even been that many. So you didn't have a you didn't have a full house. And then you had people that sh- certainly didn't show. But my goodness, the number of people that stayed the entire incredible. game yeah. was unbelievable. <laughs> it was awesome. And you think you can't be loud in that? BS. They were loud. It was loud, and yeah. And into it. And everybody was having a good time. Also, kudos to the Chiefs for seemingly kind of bending the rules a little bit. There was more cardboard in that stadium than well, I've ever seen. should have been, yeah. They let the batteries through. Like, you do... You bring in the blanket like you do just whatever you got to do to get here and stay warm. Right. It seemed like they were like, OK, we're not going to, you know, uh, the old uh, video of the the one. Remember that? Yeah, the one guy. The one yeah, guys yeah, were, yeah, 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 that, that meme yeah. that would go but around. That would always go, this guy's playing. Like, they, like he looked like the Dallas defense. If they did that. Great. Uh, because it was it was no messing around cold. So you cannot claim this one not everybody was there you can't say oh i was there if you weren't there you can't say you can't say okay if you were there say i was there and it stunk it was so cold yeah i I had no interest in being there i went outside to let the dog out and had to go running back inside it was that cold like i i just i don't know how many people i just kept hearing from i hope josh is okay like my mother was checking in on you i almost gave her your number oh everybody's like just thaw out yeah, thought out. I was. I. I didn't. I didn't mess around. No, like, he's actually still standing there in the me, stadium. They walked by him. He was frozen dead. Give me every layer and whatever, and it was. It now, was. It was cold. And then it's did not you me. stay it's between like, the thirties because they said on TV that the sidelines were heated up to about forty degrees on both you sides. Couldn't tell. You couldn't, you couldn't tell. tell. Okay. You couldn't tell. I mean, they, they had heaters on behind the benches and whatever. And there was one. There was one. They they had one heater for the media. So Just thank one. you. Thank okay. you. They had one though. They All had right. one. I'm so surprised. Congregating around it every once in a while, and nobody's spinning, coat got on fire. Yards. How many media are down there besides you and Kaylee and the <laughs> the sideline reporter for the other team? Way too many. Um, are you talking pregame or during the game? During the game. There's tons of people down there. It's yeah. just a free-for-all all the time. Photographers and whatever. So oh, yeah. I forgot. All the photographers, photographers all the, the sideline crew, the, 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 the guys running the, the equipment, all that stuff, man. Everybody endured it. That was yeah. That's a tip of the cap to that everybody who did endure that thing. I'm too much of a wimp. I didn't go. That was not easy. All right, you've seen the you've seen the video. You if you watch the game, I'll tell you what the the Sneed throat punch on Tyreek Hill looks so much more vicious so in good. real time. It's like right it's like right in front of me, and they kind of tangled the play before. So for some reason, my eyes grab. I'm like, ooh, they're lining up over here. I'm going to watch this. And when they go hut hut, and Sneed goes. Wah! <laughs> and, and gives him, and gives him the, the, the karate uh, chop to the to the neck. Yeah, I was like, I I about spit tanked. I couldn't because it would have been just froze. Froze, yeah. But I was like, oh my gosh, he just throat punched him. And I don't know how Tyree killed it. He go. <laughs> it was. I was like, wow, they ain't messing around. This team, this defense, not in addition to shutting people down or whatever, they are vicious. They are mean. Yeah. They are nasty, and they ain't taking anything. They don't care who you are, man. Like this is two games now where they have shut Tyreek Hill down, right, Mister Seventeen Hundred or whatever he's calling himself for all those yards receiving against the Chiefs. What did he have? Sixty in Germany and sixty the other night, and all came on one play. Yep. Like they, they literally shut he had down sixty-two yards, fifty-three on the one play. Right. The one the play one the play. Chiefs the defense one gave play. up. Yeah. 
unbelievable. I, I, I'm going to tell you something. You shut down the best wide receiver in the NFL twice now. If you're not buying into this Chiefs defense and don't think we can stop anybody, then you're watching this wrong because they—I mean—gave up seven, seven points to the to a team that was scoring twenty-nine point two a game. I had somebody tweet me go, "Well, they haven't been good for the last couple of weeks." Hey, kiss my ass, pal. Seriously, (laughs) seriously, why don't you kiss my ass? Oh man, I'm so over these people who are trying to find just negative reasons not to root for Kansas City and to make things up. You're jealous if you're not a Chiefs fan. And if you're somebody that is in Kansas city and you're still saying things about the chiefs, you just want to be right. Instead of enjoying this freaking ride, this defense is going to rock and roll. Buffalo going to go goose egg next week. And the, 35, nothing. I'm calling it now. This, whoever it is, 35, nothing, wherever uh, this defense. Also the really good trash talkers. I mean, they are, they are, they are solid. <laughs> if you heard the broadcast the other night, it was, I mean, the crowd was loud, but there was like selectively loud because other times you're just trying to stay, stay warm, right? Warm, yeah. So it wasn't as like like encompassing buzz that the every game has, like from the jump where it's just it's just constant noise. So you heard like smidgens of like the stuff in our sideline mics. Oh my gosh! I mean, they were just it was it was fantastic the uh, the jawing that was going on. That one Sneed had to, to heal. Hey, Tim, you got to catch that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you heard like loudest day. It was like, oh my goodness, it's so good. Uh, Mahomes was so thrown off by the busted helmet. Oh, he was so pissed. It was funny because they got they got the replacement one and he couldn't get it over couldn't his get head. It on. It was frozen. He's, there, he's there just. You ever try to put on a frozen helmet? Yeah, he was him. so mad. And it was just funny. He's trying to get that thing. I was like, this is gonna work. <laughs> he, he was just so distracted, and they're like, it's, it's fine. We'll get it. It's fine. You can just tell he's like, I need a helmet. Give me a helmet. Give me a helmet. And then they finally got the one on. He wasn't, and they, the strap didn't work, you know. And then they went to the sideline after that thing, and he was still. He took the helmet off right away. He's like, "Let's get this fixed." Uh, it was just, it was just funny because it was like, it, it looked like that was the most flustered he was. So like, wasn't anything else? It was just like, can we get, can I get a helmet that fits here? You do realize that like that caused controversy in the Twitter world, claiming that the the league was fixing the game for the Chiefs because they didn't make the Chiefs use a timeout that should have been used, and all this other nonsense. It's player safety, man. It's minus it's, seven. I let people get their helmet well, on. Well, it's an equipment issue, too. I well, mean, you're right. supposed to you, charge the team a, a timeout, or they're supposed to no, be. There's, there's supposed a to make, chunk out of your helmet. They're supposed to make him come out yeah, of the game. supposed to come out for a play or use a timeout, and they didn't make him do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, Terry McCauley was not happy he about that. He was not that. happy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, in two different post games, Mahomes was like, it was frozen. We got to do something different. Somebody's got to have the backup helmet Put away. It's frozen. I can't put on a frozen helmet. They should have like so a good. heater with the helmet where it comes out of this, the ground or something and the doors open and you get it. It's and then you separate, put it on a, a separate yeah. little, oh. little place. In here. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Tony Dungy. Yo. I know he was grumbling about Taylor Swift, but when the uh, non-pass interference was called again by the Chiefs down the field, every time they get down the field, they can't. Which one? The Hardman The McCall Hardman one. Yeah. Right? So during... After the play, and then during the timeout, Andy Reid, he doesn't usually get mad, but he's he's finger-wagging. I, I, don't, the, I don't know that I've seen Andy that he's, hot. He's finger-wagging he in the guy's face, right? Yeah, he finger-wagging was... in the guy's face. And and they're going at it, and I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm describing it, whatever, and all of a sudden, then somebody runs out of the pack and then kind of goes down the sidelines. It was Tony Dungy again. Remember when I told you he did that in Green Bay? Yeah, he did, yeah. And he's there yelling at the referees again. He was probably yelling at them to remove Taylor Swift for doing the swag so, surf. Tony Tony Dungy is is old man as he is. Seems to have the Chiefs back because I've seen him now twice uh, get in referees' faces when he's a member of the media. 
and allowed on the field. Well, you got to keep weird. the game close. I mean, it was starting to get out of hand. You want to keep that peacock number high so you could peacock about it the next yeah. day. So he was he was there. He's got your back. He's he's willing to yell at the referees. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, get done with the locker room, come upstairs, kind of waiting for the traffic to clear. Usually my routine is I come upstairs, and especially if you have the show the next day, we're kind of working on the, ne- on the next day show. I'm putting together audio. I'm writing stuff down, whatever. I'm taking my notes. Didn't have to really do it today because we had the extra day right and uh so i go upstairs and i'm i'm kind of looking at the traffic i'm like kind of making this you know do i go do i stay do i wait a little bit i don't want to wait in traffic i just want to get out the stadium blah blah blah. so what did you say should i stay or should i go that's true if you went there could be trouble usually after the game there's people milling around after the game we had the dog pee a few weeks ago right we believed Mm -hmm. it was like the Somebody in the Hunt family dog, family dog would yeah. pee, whatever. Right. There are families, sometimes family uh, players take their families out on the field to take pictures right. and whatever. The field's kind of open. TV does their stand-ups. Yeah. So there's there's always kind of something going on. All of a sudden, I look up, and and I and I see this dude. You, wait, you looked up, so you're looking in the well, sky? I was, no, I was, I was okay. Okay. looking at my notes and whatever, and I looked up, and I looked at the field, and suddenly there's this there's this dude, like, sprinting across the field. And he's, I, I catch him probably about the 35, and I'm like, okay, is he timing himself? Like, it looked like he was trying to run a timed 100. Right. And so he, he's the only one in the, he's the only one out there at this point. Was it Danon doing wind and, sprints and after the game? And he's sprinting. That was my thought, too. I'm like, is this a, is this a coach or something? Is this a Tobes ready? out there. Yeah, is this an assistant coach? Sometimes you'll have the coaches that jog the stadium before the game. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm like, okay, so one of them didn't get an answer. He's doing, but he's in like a full-out sprint. And, and straight. He's not, like, weaving across the field. It's, like, a straight, like, I want to see how fast I can run this 100. Right? And so he kind of runs it, and he and he gets up, and he, he looks like a guy that's run a sprint. So he gets to the end zone, and he hits the goal line. And he kind of, yeah, kind of broke the tape or whatever. And I'm I'm watching, and he, and he kind of circles around. And then I see him kind of walk in the sideline, and there's a couple people, like, picking up equipment or whatever and, you know, kind of not paying attention. He just kind of walks, and then he goes, and he sits on the on the opposing bench for a second or whatever, and then... And he gets up, starts walking again, and then out comes security. <laughs> Some dude just ran on the field and just wanted to run a sprint. <laughs> so I don't know. I hope he said his best time because he stood out there and just ran 100. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're like, sir. And they, they didn't like, you know, it wasn't the middle of a game or anything. They didn't right. even tackle him, but they're like, you know, they're right. doing, the, they're right. doing right. the wave over sure. like you're not supposed to be there. Come and on. then they took, him, they took him up through the stands, probably just peacefully let him go. I, I would know. hope they just let but, him go yeah. at that point, yeah. <laughs> So it wasn't like a Sunday afternoon ball game where you can run the bases afterwards? No, no, it was not. So this dude got a, he could say, whoever he was, that he got a a untouched end zone to end zone sprint done at Arrowhead Stadium after that game. Don't you think they should open the field for the game, for the fans after the game to run like they do for baseball? No, we should not have him on that turf because it's it's enough work getting it ready for a game. So there's a little of your sideline views. <laughs> so that guy can not only claim he was at that game, but he can claim he ran 100. He after ran the, it. He ran after the uh, the game. Good for him. Uh, Spags is, well, wonderful. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Bailo in the pocket now fires a pass. It's going to be intercepted. Mike Edwards intercepted at his own 42-yard line. 
Edwards dives for it and picks it off. And Tua Tungavailo with an overthrow. And the Chiefs get the defensive takeaway at 3.03 to go first quarter. Mitch Holtis on 106.5. The Wolf on Saturday night. To be determined when we'll be on 106.5. The Wolf, but the good news is we will. Because there's another game. There's another play. game, baby. Gone, gone straight. So the Chiefs will either play the, the first game or the last game. I uh, feel like this weekend. is like the NCAA tournament where we're trying to figure out the bracket and who we're going to play yeah. next and when the game's going to be. I mean, the we don't know. Well, the, the easy part is we know it's going to be at 3.30 on Saturday at home mm-hmm. against Houston or 5.30 on Sunday at Buffalo. Hmm. So if Buffalo wins, they will host Sunday. If Pittsburgh pulls the upset this afternoon, then the Chiefs will be at home against Houston Saturday. What kind of Got game it? are you expecting this afternoon? Are you expecting like a low scoring type of game? Well, if Pittsburgh's in it, yeah. Or Buffalo's going to open it up and there's going to look great on offense. Are they going to be able to open it up? I mean, I'm looking again at that weather up there and that stadium is still covered in snow. Now yeah, we that... thought the same thing about the chiefs on Saturday night. And it was going to be a low scoring, you know, grounded out type of game. But but the, the weather, I mean, this, it was cold. Okay, right. and it was windy. Right. I'm not saying the wind can't affect things, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it looks still blizzardy. But it's supposed the snow's supposed to stop and everything else, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just a there'll be piles. Right, it'll be you know, piles of snow it everywhere. Feels like right. it shouldn't really change a lot of what you do. So I'm interested to see what kind of game we get. I, I don't know if it's going to be a sloppy type of game. Like I'm excited. About I think for this Pittsburgh, game, it has right? to be kind of weird. Like I, it has I think to be it turned too. on its head. Yeah, like upside down. Yeah. Turn this game on it on, on its head and and so figure I'm, out ways to get the Josh Allen. Right? I think I think the Bills are winning, but. I'm rooting for Pittsburgh to win because right. I want the Chiefs to play at home and I want them to play Houston. It'd and then you know, then Houston will go into into Baltimore and knock off the Ravens. What if that happens? And then you could really start to question whether or not Lamar Jackson is a big game quarterback. I mean, if Lamar doesn't get at least to the AFC championship game, which means just one win, if he doesn't get to the AFC championship game this year, then you can really start talking about him and Dak Prescott being in that same category of quarterbacks that may be really good in the regular season, but can't win when it matters most. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Baltimore is going to be ready to roll and they will be hosting that AFC championship game against us in two weeks. But, you know, you got to find a way to get past a really good Houston team or potentially a Pittsburgh team. I mean, if that's matchup number three on the year between Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Division who's not going to love that, blah, right? Blah, blah. That, that brings an extra level of puckering. Yeah, I think, it, I think it does as well, because that will be the late game on Sunday, right? If if, if Pittsburgh wins, if Pittsburgh wins, they'll play the, the late game Sunday right. Where we think right. Chiefs Houston's are. playing Saturday, regardless of who they play. So they're either here they're, on Saturday or in Baltimore. Houston's just trying to figure out which direction they're going. But yeah. They know when they're playing. Exactly. They don't care who. Yeah. They just know when, and they're ready to roll. And and that should be the way that we view this now. I'm not scared of any team right now in the postseason. You shouldn't be scared of any team right now in the postseason if you're a Chiefs fan. The way that our defense played, and I'm going to continue to harp on that as the day is long. The way that our defense played, you tell me who's going to score on the Chiefs. Yeah. I can't. Normally, I'll, I'll give you a couple answers just to, you know, right. play the other side. I can't. You can't. No, this you, you should feel really, really confident. That's how I came out of the game feeling like, all right. I mean, they set like, the tone, play, bro. Play like that, you beat any. You can beat anybody. They set you're, the you're tone playing, for the playoffs. You're playing in every game. Because everybody just realized now, if you haven't before, that the Chiefs are playing a defensive level that hasn't been seen in Kansas City probably since the 60s, right? Like when all those Hall of Famers were on this defense. We have not seen that level of defense 
probably since then. Yes, there's been some good eras and good years, but this is a great defense we're watching right now. And I'm not trying to overstate that. In an offensive league. Right, in an offensive league. And that's why, to me, Josh, it's so much more impressive than anything I've ever seen from a defensive effort in Kansas City before because you're doing it in a league that doesn't value defense. You're doing it in a league that is set up for the offense to have every single advantage. You're doing it in a league where people are scoring 25 to 30 points a game at ease, and this defense is going out there. I was just watching the throat punch to Tyree Kill again. I mean, if you do that at the line of scrimmage to Gabe Davis, if you do that at the line of scrimmage to Stephon Diggs, who's going to make a play for the Buffalo Bills? Are we talking about Matt Milano? Matt Milano remembers. You know, like, like what? Who are we, who's going to make a play? Dawson Knox? His creek is going to be frozen. Red Monday brought to you by the Xfinity 10G. Get reliable home networks so everyone can stream, work, and game all at the same time. Yeah, it's now it's like anytime, anywhere. I'm like, let's, let's go. Because go. defense go. travels, Josh. Defense isn't dependent on weather at times. You know, offense is more dependent on, oh, you got a nice, perfect 72-degree day. You can make some great offensive plays. Or you can be at minus 7 and throw the ball 41 times and look great doing it, too. But defense travels. Defense can go on the road. Defense can play in bad weather. Defense can play in good weather. And if we're going to have bad weather the rest of the way, it's harder for offenses to go out there and make plays. It's easy for defense. You go out there and drill somebody in the face, they're not going to want to get back up. Nope. Nope. Uh, We'll hear from Nick Bolton coming up in just a few minutes. I had a chance to catch up with him in the postgame locker room. But certainly defense, defense, and defense. And Steve Spagnuolo, what more can you say? One, I'm glad he's like, on any of the odds list for head coach. Well, he's already because, been there, done that. Because you don't, also, you don't have to. No. You can be really good at what you do, which Steve Spagnuolo is. Yeah. Like, Unbelievable. Be a good defensive right. coordinator. Be a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always have to be like, oh, well, they should ascend to be a head. No. How about kick ass at, your, at what you're good at? Mm-hmm. And he is awesome at, at directing a defense. Yeah. And in the midst of this season, too, I love how this team, in the context of a game, gets better and better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, how they're able to like tweak a couple things and like, okay, we're, we're showing you this. We're going to show you something else later. You're trying to do this now. Okay. We're going to shut this down and then show you something. Um, the way that they adjust and tweak is, is just amazing. You, you say adjust and, and the and first then dictate. thing they dictate, they go is from, what, they yeah, go they from dictate, adjusting right. to Lynn. We're going to stop right. what you do. And then also we're going to, we're going to dictate some like, stuff on you. They're they're not adjusting to the offenses per se. They're starting to dictate what the offenses think, are going Mitch to do. I think said the other night, like when we were in the game, he's like, yeah, they, it's almost like they lie in wait. I'm like, yeah, it, 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 it does, is. It does yeah. feel like that. They're like, all right, you're going to do this little thing. Okay. We're going to, and then watch this. Right. But I'm not we're coming t- over the, we're coming over the top of the throat punch. Right. I look, I'm not trying to sound like Dick Vermeil and say, if you take one play out of the game, it's completely different, but the chiefs defense gave up one play. Yeah, you're yeah. walking away from that game going, the defense had, I think Miami ran like 35 plays only in that game. The chiefs had like 70, right? It was, it was unbelievable. The, the, the chiefs had one bad play in that entire game against an offense that seemingly was scoring on anybody, anytime, anywhere, they had one play. We've often said Andy Reid has the beautiful mind, uh, but uh, don't forget Steve Spagnuolo's beautiful mind. Yeah, listen, I, I thought Steve had an unbelievable plan. I thought the guys executed it well. <clears throat> that's not an easy defense to, to learn, and, um, and that's why when I get, tell you about Bolton, being able to get everybody lined up and ready to go and – in the front end and back end, uh, he, he does great with that. But um, they've got a great connection between them. So Bolton's like a coach out there. And Drew was able to come in and pick that up, too. And 
and when Bolton's out, he, he jumps in and does the same thing. But Spags is he's a great mind. Hey, he's a beautiful mind. He is. I'll go beautiful yeah. mind. And then you mentioned the adi- the attitude portion of it as well, Legarius Sneed, who's again, I mean the attitude is as good as any attitude I've I, ever seen on a defense. They give zero Fs about you. I mean Sneed getting <laughs> Sneed getting jammed for the all pro team, like, okay. Just you, add you another know what he did? add he just another throat chip. Punch Tyreek. <laughs> add just another chip. You know who came out, you know, you know it's cold. We know it's gonna be a cold game, you know. We know they weren't used to it. We come out, punch them in the mouth, and literally. Know, we saw blood. We saw blood. Yeah. yeah. No, literally you punched them. Like literally did that. They that's a cliche, punch them in the mouth. No, legitimately no, they did. legitimately no, they did. did that. Yeah. And I thought they gave them the again the Yeah. Right to the Honestly, which hit was better? Trent McDuffie eviscerating Tyreek Hill or Legarius Sneed throat punching him to the ground? Well, they were different. They were different. I know. Like, comes I know. Up with the stick. It's like asking which which, or, I mean, which kid is your favorite. McDuffie right? comes up with the stick. Uh, you know, Sneed was there to like sweep the leg. I mean, good grief. Uh, it wasn't a block. It was a jam. So yeah, I jammed him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. So good. <laughs> yeah, I jammed him up. Man. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the same question. Which play was better, Trent McDuffie eviscerating Tyree Kill or Legarius Sneed throat punching Tyree Kill? 913-586-7610. Cast your vote. I. It is. It's hard. It's hard to. Both of them. And it I couldn't mean, happen hard. to a better it's individual, too. Mc, McDuffie's was like a play to stop. The play yes. that went his way. The other one was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both plays no other defense is making. They're just like, oh. what? I don't know. Find I don't me know. another Again, defensive know. player that's doing what Trent McDuffie does. I don't know how he wasn't choking. Oh, he was. You saw his game. He well, had one I mean, play. I mean, like walking up, walking back to the huddle going, oh. Do you ever get hit in the throat? No, but I've seen it in the movies. It looks terrifying. Have you ever been hit in the throat, BW? Yeah, it's not good. It's, it's not, not good. Fun. Like, you get that, like, Ugh! No, I mean, I, you lose breath, you lose everything. Yeah. You, you panic. It hurts like, like hell. I feel like it's, it's it's it stopped you from anything you can do. Like yeah. that's the the quickest way to end it. Incapacitates you yeah. immediately. And and, and then for the rest of the game, it, he just ended, ended it on ended a, it. on a on a a block or a sweep, jam or sweep whatever. Sweep the leg. I'll do yeah, you it wasn't one a better. Block, it was a jam. So yeah, I jammed him up. I jammed him up. Yeah. So I'll he do went you got one his better. blanket and he sat next to Tua and covered up the rest of the game. Yeah. Well, we're gonna throat punch this guy and drop him to his knees. And they did. Man, you want, they did. You, 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 want, you, you want to talk ish on, on the Chiefs heel? Here's what's going to happen to you. You're going to get shut out and fumble in, in Germany, and then you're going to come back, and in your first game, you're going to have one play, you're going to get throat punched, and then, you know, Trent McDuffie's going to eviscerate you. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Welcome back. I got a chance to catch up with Nick Bolton, who was still running downhill when I caught him for the uh, the post game interview. Another huge uh, defensive effort. Everybody, all eleven guys, man, uh, a rush. Uh, second level, seventh level, uh, second level guys, third level guys, all working together, man, and just coordinating and working together. Uh, we've slowly been building this thing up since week one. Uh, we're just kind of hitting stride now, man. We got everybody back, everybody healthy. I got some familiarity uh, with guys and kind of just knowing their roles, um, excelling in those roles, man. And we're just going to keep trying to build this thing and get better by the week. All right, this defense has played great all year, but in the midst of a game, this team, this defense seems to get better and better and better as the game's going on. You guys are fantastic in the fourth quarter. Why is it the build that you guys are able to kind of clamp it, clamp it, clamp it? Yeah, man, uh, I think – I've got guys that got two-way communication, uh, coaches and players. Uh, guys are guys are asking questions, trying to figure out what, what, what they're attacking us, uh, and that's retaining information and uh, and knowing that it might not be you, but it could be somebody else down the line that's getting that same play call and a different call and a different personnel. And so, uh, guys are attentive on the sidelines, man. Coaches giving us great, uh, great checks, and uh, we're making some halftime adjustments 
and getting guys in the best position possible to go out there and make plays, man. And uh, your opportunity comes in this defense, man. Just got to make the play. I want it your turn, man, and, uh, and I kind of have us to be successful. You play physical all the time, but how big a key was it for this matchup to get out there and be really physical from the jump? Oh, yeah, man, the elements, man, and uh, uh, just trying to, trying to, trying to uh, rip the hearts out, man, as Coach Reed says, uh, as quick as early as possible, man. And, uh, and setting the tone early, uh, kind of our mindset, we wanted to come in this week and set the tone early. Uh, we want to stop the run. We understand that they, they uh, 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 work off of run games and outside perimeter runs. And I wanted to stop those and uh, get hands on wideouts and let LJ go to work. Uh, we were able to do that and get him a third and longs and help us out. You mentioned LJ going to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, McDuffie going to work. Yeah. Those two guys in the back end, I'm just singling out two. We could probably name a yeah. whole bunch more, but, man, the, the way they attack those wide receivers. Yeah, man, uh, first off, I'll start here. Man, just disappointing that, that LJ doesn't get the recognition he deserves, man. Uh, that, 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 that guy puts in the work every single week. He might not be the most flashiest guy. I just cut him on the tape, man. He's a dog. Um, but uh, other than that, though, we got Duffy. I uh, had a hell of a year, man. He got his recognition that he deserves as well. And other guys are instead of get better, man. They're just sit on the tip of the iceberg, man. They're still getting better every week. And, uh, oh, yeah, I'm excited for those two. All right, you mentioned the elements. That was obviously the biggest story kind yeah. of of the week coming in. Yeah. How'd it feel to be out there? It's a lot warmer now that we're, we're talking after this one. But uh, how was it to play in the conditions here tonight? Oh, man, it was cold as shit, man. But, uh, man, we had an opportunity to go out there, man, and just play one of the football games. Uh, I know guys dream of this moment, man, and uh, getting to the playoffs. Uh, playing at home, getting my arrowhead up. Again, we don't know this might be the only one we got, so we want to go out there and put a song for our fans. You say a little, a little uh, cold, a little snow. Feels like the playoffs. That may have been a little extreme, though, right? Yeah, man, just a little bit, man. But again, uh, you gotta love it, baby. You gotta love it. That's uh, Nick Bolton with me after the uh, the game uh, Saturday night on 106.5 The uh, Wolf. I love Nick Bolton because he talks as fast as he plays. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he ever, I don't just don't know he ever slows down. I mean, it's just go, 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 go. But LJ not getting the credit was a little, Simby said, he goes, I'm really upset that LJ doesn't get the credit. Legereus Need. Because, yeah, the snubbing, I think they all took that one personally. They're like, hey, we're happy for McDuffie, who was named the slot corner, first team all pro. Wow, well done. But I think everybody was also like, "Where the hell's Lajarius Need? This is this is ridiculous." It's ridiculous. You know who He's was the best he, corner in football? You know who wasn't upset? Clark Hunt. Well, that's not going <laughs> to yeah, be as yeah. much to keep this Brent, guy. Brent, Brent <laughs> I Beach. kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I kid. No, he should have. He should have absolutely been. And if that's the fuel, Josh, that fuels this team for the rest of the way, go for it. Go yeah. for it because go for they're it. all playing for Lajarius Sneed right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, that defense is just yeah. Un- no, it is. Just it, unreal. It, it, it's unreal. And and this defense now has, in my opinion, become what the offense was. And that's where you're keeping teams up on Monday and Tuesday and you're beating them on Monday and Tuesday because you just don't know what to, to do to counteract because not many defenses in the NFL truly dictate the game like the Chiefs defense is right now. And for all those years when Mahomes and, and this offense were the greatest thing on earth, people would be getting beat on Monday and Tuesday because they're overthinking how to approach this game. What do I need to do? And they're already behind the eight ball. And I feel like that's where teams are now from an offensive standpoint with this Chiefs defense. I feel like they're behind the eight ball right now. And it's it's interesting that you're going to say this, but if they go out and play a flawless offensive game like they did the other night, 
not have to make the big play, but just make the plays the that plays. need to be yeah, made, yeah. your defense is going to win you this game. And defense will win championships. And this will go down as arguably the best defense in Chiefs history. Again, it's better than anything we saw in the 90s. It's more reminiscent of those Hall of Fame defenses that were out there in the 60s, where we had like 18 Hall of Famers on that side of the ball, and they would go out there and shut down everybody. This defense is a blanket right now. It kept Arrowhead warm because that's how blanketed they were on the Miami Dodgers. Offense. Like, again, I, I don't know that people are understanding how impressive, Josh, that defensive effort was. Miami didn't have all the injuries on offense. They had their injuries on defense, but you still had Moster. You still had H and you still had Tyree kill. You still had Waddle to some extent. You still had, well, two of it. But so that that's an offense that was pretty much at the top of its game. They were game. the number one passing offense all season long. And they were top, I think, I want to say five or six rushing. And they were the number one scoring offense and as well. Scoring offense. And they, we they, went they, out there and just seven. shut and one them play. down. One play and shut seven them down. All, shut them down. Shut them all down. All the offensive guys played. Give yeah. me that defensive yeah. effort every Crazy. single day. I mean, that that's one where you watch naked and just smoke cigarettes. Uh, speak for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so if you caught the late game last night on NBC, which was a good – ended up being the best, I guess, just head-to-head matchup. I mean, it was a one-point game. It yeah, was a really right, good game. Yeah. Uh, Lions and and Rams. Congratulations to Detroit. They're, you, you know who has the longest drought now without a postseason win in the NFL? Miami. Whoops. Uh, I so, didn't want to say that last week at all because I didn't want to be like, you jinxed it by saying Miami. Miami, I don't think, has won a postseason game since 2000 oh, now. that's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Sad, bro. Uh, it so, is sad. So during the during the game last night, Mike Tirico comes on and just he 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 just he just right turned us. Just that was a bait and switch. That was like going to the so, timeshare meeting and thinking you're going to get out in two seconds by saying yeah, no, no. And three hours you later, you got for a the, free scuba gear. You were just there for the vacation and you got sucked into the timeshare yeah. meeting. So. Under the guise of, oh, man, did you see that Chiefs game last night? I was there. You know. Right. I was there. Oh, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Uh, they flipped it into a commercial for how many of you subscribed to Peacock. What a scene last night as the Chiefs began defense of their Super Bowl title with a 26-7 win over Miami. A night memorable for many reasons. So many unforgettable images from the fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history. And the passion of NFL fans added to the record books. An average of 23 million people streamed the game on Peacock, making the first ever NFL playoff game to be exclusively streamed. The most streamed event of any kind in the U.S. ever. Super Wildcard Saturday was also an all-time record day for U.S. internet traffic with most of those people interacting with NFL content online. Congratulations to our Comcast and NBC Universal teammates, and thanks to Commissioner Roger Goodell and our partners at the NFL and all the fans on this record-setting collaboration, a milestone moment in media and sports history. <laughs> Did he just say it was a record internet day in America? Yeah, yeah okay, they're, they're basically, making basically short, taking like, credit yeah. for the internet being broken, For the too. internet, yeah. Uh, but How do you know it was a record day for the internet in America? <laughs> I don't know. People told people that keep track of that told us I'd, so. Apparently. I'd like to think there have been bigger events that people were hanging out on the internet talking about recently other than a football the game. The most streamed event ever 
was uh, was that game on Saturday. That's what they're telling you. Well, I mean, they they do their own math. There's right. no really way of verifying it. Uh, but if you were trying to like head off the the streaming, or you weren't going to give them your six bucks or whatever, and again, it didn't matter in Kansas City and Miami. We know that. But if you weren't going to do all this stuff, uh, NBC just flipped you the bird. Uh, that I, I just I, said, hey man, more people are watching this, and more people watched it. Streaming, then we're watching the same time slot. What a year ago on over the air TV, over right? The air so they're telling us they're telling us twenty three million watched on Peacock. Fine, if that's the number they're going to use, that's the number we're going to go with, right? You can have your whatever's all you want, but that's the number that they're telling us. Fine. Last year, the Chargers played the Jags. Remember that was a hell of a comeback by the the Jags in that game, right? And they claim on over-the-air free TV, mm-hmm. 21.8 million or whatever watched. And so this was like 6% better via Peacock where people had to pay to watch the game. And so if that's the case, and that really did truly happen, that this was better than an over-the-air broadcast, well, then it's here to stay. And and I hate to say, like, everybody that went kicking and screaming into that dark night, you're going to have to go back and kick and scream because next year there is a playoff game on Amazon. I did like the people who were tweeting or Xing and and people that I actually talked to on Friday that said they would they're going to a bar instead of paying for Peacock. And I said, so you're going to go spend like five times as much at a bar as you would just by buying Peacock. And I'm like, well, I never yeah, really thought local of it that way. But you're supporting cool the local that. business, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know what the future holds, but obviously it was pretty good. But I thought that was just hubris by NBC oh, to goodness, do that yes. last night. Like, oh, I, look I, at all I, the great scenes I'm from like, Kansas oh, City. Show great and scenes you streamed and, it all live. And, right. like, wait a minute And here. then they went into like this promotion on how great they were. <laughs> I know. And I'm watching this. I'm going, oh, my God, they're sitting here. They're literally doing this to give us the finger. Yep. yep. That's all that was. That was a total F you America. We're going to put the game where we want and you're going to watch. Ha ha ha. We told you. So I was like, oh my God. Someone says they're also giving the finger to Amazon. Yeah. They're like, you guys have been doing this for two years. Look what we did. Pa-pow. Yeah. There's one game. And somebody also texted it earlier. Well, if they put the Browns game on there, no, you're right. They picked the team that they knew people wanted to watch. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be the Peacock game all along. Now, got to clean up a couple. I'm not talking about Peacock. Uh, well, they need to clean the, up a couple maybe of things. So. Yeah. Gotta like Tony up, Dungy. Got to clean up a couple things. We'll get to that next. Festo in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 7.30. 610 Sports Radio. Three eligible to the right. Breaking the Miami huddle. Second and ten Dolphins at their own 37. Three by one. Tungavailoa is in trouble, sacked, eaten alive, back at the 33-yard line, a loss of four. Karloftis, his second sack, and Chris Jones came barreling through the blockers on the left side of the Dolphins. Mitch Holtis on 106.5, the Wolf, Saturday night. Chiefs defense getting it done. Karloftis and Jones combining for the sack there. And this defense just continues to sizzle, man. They are fun, fun, fun. 
offensively. I want to watch them play right now. I know, I know. It's, it is just <laughs> right? weird because I'm like, man, I can't wait for this def- yeah, defense to get back on the field. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the defense. Like, offense, just go do your job. But then, oh, just don't turn defense. it over. Let's get this defense back on the field. Is is, is weird to, to think about. Um, there still are a few things to clean up on, on offense. Yes. Um, Mainly Jawan Taylor. What did I what did I say like before the pipes? So I'm like, I just don't want any needless stuff to happen. Right. And then there there again was another He cost him a touchdown. Another movement thing. I'm right. Like, geez, it just drives me insane. They're calling it. Right. They're, they've called it all season. Stop doing it. Stop it. Yeah. Like Juwan Taylor right now has more penalties than any offensive player since two thousand three. Yikes. Right? That's the that's the uh that was the word on the street on Saturday evening or on Peacock, I should say more penalties than any offensive player since 2003. And he's got to clean that up. I mean, we keep saying it, but he's not going to clean that up. So you have to find ways to overcome the mistakes that Jawan Taylor's going to make. And we were fortunate enough that his penalty that wiped out a touchdown the, the, did not end up, yeah, yeah, did yeah. not end up costing the game. It was a block that probably wasn't really even necessary, you know, at that point in time. It looked like the play was well past where Juwan Taylor was. He didn't need the, to know, have that block in the, the back. Guy was going down. He just kind of finished him off. That's fine. It, but don't do that. Like <laughs> like against Buffalo, that could be a very meaningful I, I'm, touchdown. I'm more know? upset with procedure still because that one just drives me insane. Well, I mean that it is what it is. I mean I, I don't know what we're supposed to do about that. But I don't know. I, wait for the ball to snap. I think is what we're supposed to do. But I, I, he doesn't. So I don't know. Like watch the. What what do you do with your kid's socks watch, now? Watch Creed and as soon as he snaps it, then move. Right. Like I don't I don't like, understand why I, we're still doing this. I, I I think Juwan Taylor, in my opinion anyway, is is going to go down as the worst free agent signing of this era for the Kansas City Chiefs, based on what he has not accomplished this year and how much money is still left on the, that contract. The, well, maybe and maybe not, because he's going to be here. Yeah. I mean saying that's why it's but there is a chance at redemption. Could be. Because he's not going anywhere, folks. Like, I, know. I hate to break it. I hate to, to break like, it. To, he's not. But that's part of the reason why right? I factored in as a bad right? signing because that's eighty it, million dollars in four it years. Could, we got this. But I'm not saying I'm giving the benefit. But I'm saying he's going. The fact is, he's going to be here. Yeah. So he will have opportunity. Yeah. To play. He's a human. And have penalty. opportunity to play a lot and have opportunity to play better. So right. it still remains to be seen. But on the surface, you're like, boy, I'd like, I'd like to reconsider what you're going to do along the tackle position moving forward. Right. And at that spot, I don't think you can like, like for the next year or two, you can, is there a way? And, and I'm sure there's always a way, right. Where he becomes your third tackle. Like, like, can you f- go out and draft a guy? 20 million a year? More? I know, I know, but 20 million a year is obvious. That's why I said it's, it's yeah. the worst free no, agent signing. I don't, signing I don't of this think he can. I think that's why I said he's going to play. Yeah. So that, but you, I hope you it's overspent. not the worst free agent signing. Cause I hope he plays better. Well, as of right <laughs> now, forward. it has been, you know, <laughs> as of right now, it has been, now, can he redeem himself? You bet he can, Josh, you absolutely can go out there and next year, go out there and play your ass off and, and, and redeem yourself. But I'm looking at the evidence right now and he's had a whole year to get better. He's had a whole year to quote unquote, fix it. Right. 
and nothing has changed with Jawan Taylor. There are still at minimum of two penalties per game. And so you gotta get you gotta get past that. I thought the Chiefs did a good job. But also too, the other thing, it's not just Jawan Taylor, and I know we can kinda kinda rip on him and everybody sees it. You gotta still catch the football. Travis Kelsey had a couple of big drops and McCole Hardman on I know it was a it should have been like a pass interference or a holding at least, but you can't give up on the play. You gotta keep that play alive. He didn't and you sell gotta, it. Well enough. I didn't think he did either. You gotta I keep you gotta keep going like you're gonna make a play. I right. I thought him like finish what you're trying to do. Yes. Con- continue the I route. Finish the route off. The old yeah. stop short. I think he was stopping short. He did. On on not just that play, but some others. There's a couple yeah. of them. Yeah, there's the one a couple where he of didn't plays. Track yeah. the ball yeah. that was that, yeah. that was thrown in a perfect spot yeah. and he you know, couldn't for some it. reason he yeah. couldn't find it. But yeah, don't assume that they're the the refs are going to throw the flag. Continue to run the play out. Right, you got you got to finish the play. And so, like I, I know we're nitpicking on things, but as you get deeper into the playoffs, those little things become magnified. And you can't go out there and expect to win a football game when Jawan Taylor's taking touchdowns off the board and Travis Kelsey is dropping what could have been an easy touchdown and too. Then, then even though it's 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 later and the game's kind of in hand. Um, Ch can't fumble. Right, can't fumble. Right, can't you know, fumble. Nice hit on the ball, whatever. Right, can't can't happen. Can't have those. You were over to overcome that because you had to lead and mm-hmm. you're doing all that stuff. But again, you don't want to be don't only fumble and fumble in the football this time of the year. Can't 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 do it. So not not completely clean and perfect. Hey, how about how about the the two local schools fending off the big boy? Yeah, is Washington really considered a big boy? Though? I know. Did you see they were in the national championship game? I understand, but <laughs> Penix been, is leaving. They've been, in the, like, they've been in the playoff. They've they've been a perennial contender. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington came calling for Lance Leipold, allegedly, and Chris Kleiman, mm-hmm. allegedly. And both are like, nah, we're good. We're staying put. It's cool. Awesome for the local schools. Mm-hmm. They made it worth staying. There were some KU fans melting down on X yesterday. I don't know what else they got to give him. They've given him everything. If he leaves now, I'm like, he ain't going anywhere. He's just playing this for a bigger check. Yeah. They played themselves into more money. I get that whole portion of it as well. Dream job, right? But both schools have made it so their guy wants to stay. Yeah. Well done. That's that's all you can ask for. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, it, 10 years ago, yeah, both of those guys may have decided that they were going to leave. But I, the, the reason I say this about Washington is because you're leaving the PAC 12. You're entering into a new, there's a, there's a question marks. How do you, how do you translate into the, to the, to the new conference? Like, are and you whatever. ready to compete with Ohio state and Michigan and Nebraska? Maybe, maybe not. I Iowa, know. you know, can you, can you stop and can you score three a game? Maybe, maybe not. Iowa? I don't that's know. a, that's a, that's a big time it's, program. It, it, it is. They came calling and you just went, no, but let me ask you this again. Where do you have a better chance to get into the college football playoff and win your league, the big 12 or the big 10 right now? If you're Kansas or well, Kansas the, state, the Arizona coach who they may have been a contender for the big 12 yeah, last year left for left. that job. I know that's a crazy so, one to me to each their own. You know, yeah, that was, a I crazy would say move. the best route is through the big 12. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. And Arizona might've been in the mix for that, but how much backing does Arizona truly have for their sports? I, I feel like that's always one of those schools that loses coaches because they're not willing to invest truly what it takes. You know, like that should be a power down there at the universe. Tucson's a beautiful city. And I mean, how do you go down there and never really develop a juggernaut? Right. And so I just feel like Arizona doesn't put the resources in that Washington's going to give you. 
And if you're a West Coast guy, maybe, I don't know. I'm just trying to think out loud why that guy would take that job. I, I just think it's the prestige of Washington and the prestige of the Big Ten as opposed to looking at reality and going, wait a second here. The Big 12 may not be as prestigious, and Arizona may not be as prestigious as Washington, but I got a wide-open field here to go win this league and get into the college yep. football playoff. I think if you're a school in the Big 12 right now that's that's halfway decent, you got a really good shot to win the league this year. Who's the favorite in the league this year? Everybody. Everybody should consider themselves. Kansas, Kansas State should yeah. be in it. Yeah, like if, if, you, if you are a Big 12 think, school. Think you can. Go for it. Think that you can go out there and yeah. win this thing other than like, you know, UCF. And, and you don't have to just win this thing anymore. Right. Just play good in the Big enough. 12. Right. Yeah. Before you basically had to win the thing in the Big 12. And even it. then they didn't want you so in the they, party. Yeah, there were times they didn't even <laughs> want you there. But now you don't have to win it. You can still be in it. I know. By maybe finishing second or third. Who yes. knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Crazy, but good job. Hey, you got your guys. You still have them. Way to go. Yeah. We look at the uh, the turning point of Saturday and playing to identity. Hey, finally, next. Mobile app. And now through March 31st, earn a dollar per gallon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.